So, Christmas. Um, Lucy was reading earlier on from Isaiah 9, verse 6. But I just want to also complement that by reading from the book of Micah, um, chapter 5, verses 4 to 5. And it says, He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord is God. And they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth, and he will be their peace. So we've been talking about um, Christmas presents that Ian was just um, uh, leading in. And some of us know what we're getting for Christmas. And some have an idea. And some people have absolutely no idea, so it's going to come to them as a massive surprise. But Christmas, we celebrate because a new life has been given to us. Eternal life through Christ Jesus. And that's why we're celebrating his birthday today. But with presents, sometimes what we do is actually just open the wrapper. Because the birth of Jesus is more than just his birth. It signifies something bigger than a child being born. Isaiah said, a child is born. A child is a descriptive word for a minor. But when you read on, he goes on to say, a son was given to us. A son can only be given by a father because he has a father. So the father gave to us his one and only son. Now, giving, we don't, we don't deserve it, but he gave him to us anyway. Maybe you have received that gift. You haven't opened it. You haven't even looked inside it. But I thought I'd just give you a taster of what's in that gift if you dare to open it. So within that gift, you would find peace that surpasses every human understanding. Righteousness, which gives us the right standing with God, irrespective of who we are, what we've done, where, what our background is, where we've come from. Forgiveness, forgiveness that it takes us back to a state that it looks like we never, ever sinned. Healing, divine healing. If you're sick in your body, that gift gives you that. Holiness, that we have made perfect in Christ. When we go before God, he doesn't see our messes, he doesn't see our stained clothes, he sees Jesus. Every time he sees us, that is what he sees. Life everlasting, eternal life, that we will reside with him forever. Protection while we're on this earth, to protect us, keep us safe, security, shield us from the arrows of the evil one. Provision for all of our needs. We never do talk about provision for all our needs, but God wants to because that is what a good father does. He provides for his children. So Christmas time, we talk about Santa Claus, don't we? But I just wanted to touch a little bit on Santa Claus because I've heard people say he's not real. Now, the person they call Santa Claus is actually called Nicholas. I'm sure some of you know he was born in AD 280 in Turkey. He was actually born and raised by Christian parents who taught him about God because they believed he was a gift to them from God. He was ordained at the age of 19, and he was given a prophetic word 
that said that he would offer guidance and consolation to many people and become a bishop. It is said that he lived a life of fasting, praying and studying the word. This is where his life of giving sprang from. But when we look at the Santa Claus, Father Christmas, or his image or caricature that the world has created, he doesn't say anything about praying. He doesn't say anything about fasting. He doesn't say anything about reading the word. He just says Santa Claus, this jolly ho, ho, ho person. But that was not who Nicholas was. (laughs) Jesus is God's gift to a dying world so that it can be resurrected. The gift is freely available to every single one of us. And if you have not yet received it, then today is the day. Now, I looked up Christmas, and it's actually started of being called Christ Mass, which means anointed celebration of how God anointed Jesus with power and the Holy Ghost, how he went about doing good. Have we ever wondered why when Jesus was on earth, he was on a mission to give? He was always giving to people. He would heal people. He turned water into wine. He would open the blind eyes. He was always giving because that is the nature of the Father. And I just want to ask as we go off and celebrate Christmas, don't let our giving nature, don't let our joyous nature, don't let our appreciation of who Jesus is be just on Christmas Day. Let it be every single day when we wake up that we say, Father, thank you for the gift of Jesus. And let that inspire us when we step out each day to want to give to somebody, to want to bless somebody so that they can, through us, know that there is a God who loves them, a God who gave his only begotten son, that we might have eternal life and not perish. The whole message of Christmas is about God giving the greatest gift of all, Jesus, his son. But my question, I suppose, for us today and every day is what are we going to give to him? Because there's nothing we can give him monetary-wise that would actually ever be enough. But the only thing he craves is us, our hearts. And I want to ask you, are you, whether you've been a Christian for 60 years, are you willing to give him your heart, to surrender your heart to Jesus today? I'm going to just ask us to um, say the salvation prayer. But saying the salvation prayer, sometimes we believe that it's actually just for new Christians. Yes, it is for new Christians, but sometimes it is for us older Christians as well to remind us of where we've come from, to remind us of where we are, to remind us of where we are going, which is one day to be with him in eternity. Can I have the... um, By magic, wow. (laughs) Can I just ask us to rise to our feet while we say this together this morning? Dear Lord Jesus, I need you. I need your grace to forgive me and your love to change me. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me for the sin in my life. 
I accept you as my Lord and Savior. With your help, I will live my life for you. Amen. So I'm just going to say a prayer before we, we close. Father, we just want to thank you. We thank you for this day, Father. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you that it is because of the cross and him coming that we're able to call you Abba Father. So we just want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for giving us Jesus, for looking into the future before we ever came and you already gave us the most precious gift that you had. Father, we just bless you this morning and we want to say we love you. We love you because you are Father. We thank you for Jesus. And we thank you for everything that you've provided for us, for the families that you've blessed us with, Father, for the roofs that you've provided over our heads, and for this church family that you've brought us together, and you're knitting us together. Father, we just bless you this morning. We love you, Father, and we thank you in the glorious, mighty name of Jesus. Amen.